Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men News. It is Friday. I am Paul Mitch, and I'm joined by Jack Gill for this one. And you might be thinking, because it's the international break, there's not going to be much to talk about in the way of Liverpool news. And you're wrong for several reasons, because, one, there's a section of England fans who are idiots. Uh, for two, uh, Liverpool have got loads of ex-pros who talk about things. And three, you know what the 24-hour uh, news cycle means. There's always something to talk about when you're the best football club in the world. So we'll dive into them. Um, now... This stumble, this story continues to rumble on, and I'm sure that because England have got another game to be played, it will rumble on into the weekend. Jack, obviously the Gomez Sterling stuff, um, we, we we saw slash heard. Um, well, I say we heard at the time. For those who watched the match, I watched. The, I, admittedly, I watched a couple of minutes of it. Gomez was being booed by England fans. Now, just to clarify, not all England fans uh, by, by any stretch, but by some. Um, and uh, the first thing we're going to focus on here is a reaction from the England dressing room following the, the supposed booings. And uh, Tammy Abraham has revealed the English dressing room uh, responded uh, after the, the incident. Uh, and it was said, uh, we're all England players or fans and we need everyone to be together. At times like that, we need fans to lift us up and help us really. Going into tournaments, we need that. Uh, we said after the game, uh, the booing was unacceptable. We don't need that. Um, Joe's a great player, things happen in football, things happen between teammates, it's just about dusting yourself off and moving on, as you can see, we've all moved on from the situation here, and we're thinking positive, yeah, I mean, actually really, really wise words from Tammy Abraham for a, for a, for a young lad, Jack, and it's another example of this, we sh this, this should all be gone, it should all be moved on, and the, the actions of a, a minority, of, a, of an idiot minority, have, have caused this to, to rear its ugly head again. It is, it's just idiocracy, as, as you say, I mean, Joe, Joe's a, realistically, he's been booed for, for doing nothing. Yes. He, he's, yes. He's the victim in all of this, yeah. and he's been booed for it. And I always thought he, he might as well, for the, for the, if, you get, if you're going to get pillowed and you're going to get this stuff drawn out, he might as well have just smacked Sterling in the face. Literally. Because at least he'd have some justification for the, for the hate that he's received. And, and I think, bearing in mind, Sterling had all the support last weekend when obviously Liverpool fans booed him at Anfield. A lot of people criticised Liverpool fans for that, and then. England fans have just turned around and booed Joe Gomez and it's, it's just utterly ridiculous and it's like this story has been dragged out all week. All they asked Southgate about yesterday was this and it, I think it's just about time it stopped now because yeah. it's affecting players, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. You know, quote there from uh, Leicester's Ben Chill was saying, I've known Joe for a long time and it's not nice to hear that sort of thing. No one deserves to get booed. Everyone is behind Joe. He's a great player and a great guy and we all deserve, and we all, uh, a great guy and we all support everyone. Um, I've just done a, I sat down and done the newsroom podcast on the RedmenTV.com with uh, Press Association's Carl Mark and we talked a lot about this, the fallout. There's going to be a special going up on the Redmen TV 
YouTube channel later on today where we talk about the ins and outs and the fallout from all this kind of stuff. But and and include Raheem Sterling, who was forced to take the social media again and to to respond to this and say to all England fans, I wanted to leave things as it was, but tonight I have to speak again. It was hard for me to see my teammate get booed for something that was my fault. Joe hasn't done anything wrong for me to see someone who keeps his head down and work hard, especially after a difficult week for him to be booed when he came on tonight was wrong. I've taken full responsibility and accepted the consequence. I felt as though I had to say this. Get home safe, everyone. Look, again, um, uh, it feels weird praising Raheem Sterling for a situation that effectively is yeah. his fault. But, you know, if this is the thing, and it was mentioned by Carl, and we were talking about this, is by from the, our interactions with Joe Gomez, he's just such a nice lad. Yeah. He's just he's easy going. He's not he's not a big a big character, like you know, a big bolshy kind of guy or whatever. It's it's mad that he's ended up in this situation. And at least uh, but at least again it shows Dale and showing a degree of recognition after the fact of saying, look at her guys no. Yeah, I th- I, it is classy from Sterling, but he's always been good at PR, hasn't he? Mm. Raheem Sterling, and I, th- I think for, from his perspective, he, he says it himself, he had to do it really because I think the whole the whole of England, we're going to talk about this all night and he's just shushed it there and mm-hmm. I think it was a good response from him. Yeah, interesting. Before we move on, I'm going to incite the wrath of a number of people in the comments by highlighting some of the trends of hashtag free ball band. If this is stuttering and you can't watch it, um, vote Labour and they'll give you some free broadband and make your experience of watching Redmen TV live better. Take politics out of Redmen TV. Um, we're going to move things on then away from the, the Gomez stale and stuff. Uh, Mohamed Salah has been retrie- receiving treatment on his ankle. We know this because he's done it on an Instagram story. Uh, so you might be thinking, well, look, there's a picture of his ankle being stroked. Uh, no, no, it goes one further. There's a video. There's a video of him having presumably deep heat rubbed into his ankle. Fantastic, and there's yeah, great. It's not a it's not a bad life being Mohammed Salah, isn't it? I mean, he's obviously. I, I like the fact that he's got like pictures of palm trees behind him. This is the glamorous life. He's got he's sat somewhere having his ankle rubbed. You know, he's not on a beach somewhere. He's, he's getting he's getting stuck in. Fucking hell. <laughs> I promise news, and this is what we've got. Um, good. I, I mean. There's t- we heard rumours that he's going to be out for two to three weeks. Yeah. Um, was doing the rounds yesterday. I did. It said that it wasn't as, as as bad as all that. But I think the point is with Salah, he's not he's not injured, but he need, but he's not right. And Liverpool have got a choice here, where if they want him right for the real business end of the season. They need to give him some time off to get to make sure this is hundred percent. That's the thing. He's he's not been right for a couple of weeks since that Chowdhury challenge, and I, I I think it's the case of not what's going on now, but the fact he could get a severe injury as the season goes on with that ankle. And I think it's best. Uh, we've got a bit of an easier run the next sort of four or five games. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably best to sort of manage him now while we've got this run, and then hopefully he'll be he'll be firing again yeah we um it's another thing interesting is that graphic that did the rounds I don't know if it was actually covered on the news this week but I know uh, the Ball Street Twitter account put it out and it's there ranking how difficult the, you, the each club's run of fixtures has been and Liverpool's has been a pretty pretty difficult so far but you know and it, but it does ease off but the point is is that 
Liverpool have got to make sure that they, they're able to capitalise on this stuff. And if you lose Mohamed Salah for a, for a spell of time, we have got an opportunity, you're right, compared to like Man City are starting to play some really, actually starting to play some teams yeah. now for yeah. for a change. And they've had the easiest start of the season, I think, or the second easiest start of the season of everyone in the league so far. Um, we've maybe got an opportunity just to just to pull him out the firing line, maybe take him out for, for, for a week or two, and then that just means that you're not paying the price for this further down the line. So, yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Um, I mentioned ex-pros in the media. We've got um, Steve Nichol, who... I, I've never met Steve Nichol. I don't know Steve Nichol in any way, shape or form. Maybe he's a, he might be... A, he's probably a good pint, um, but he, um, whenever someone comes out and says something stupid as an ex-pro, it's normally him. But in this instance, he's actually spoke a bit of sense. He said... Um, Jaden Sancho would be crazy to join Manchester United and should sign for Liverpool instead. Um, I mean, duh. <laughs> Don't go and sign for basically a mid-table Manchester United side, side for the best team in Europe and possibly the world. Um, yeah, no, I, I fully agree with Steve Nichol, uh, dynamite analysis from him. Yeah, I think he's crazy if he goes to Manchester United, he told the SPN FC. Uh, we're talking about he's struggling in a team that's struggling. Man United are going to be struggling for a couple of seasons, so I would stay away from there. Uh, he actually looked really good for England last night, which I think will have drawn everyone's attention to him once again. The fact that he can he can operate on either flank, he yeah. was a, he was a, a real danger playing on the left cutting in on his right it's something that Liverpool are really lacking isn't it Jack in terms of what happens beneath Sadio Mane or to challenge Sadio Mane he's, he's a terrific young player and I, I think it'll be a superb signing for us I've seen a lot more in the last few days obviously everyone seems to have got off the Mbappe 2020 train and they've joined the board the, the Sancho, 2020. Sancho 2020 train but I just think um, it would be obviously a sensational signing for us it really would um, but there's, there's a few questions I've got with Sancho. Mm -hmm. Obviously, at the minute, a lot's coming out about his attitude uh, and stuff like that. And for me, that doesn't measure a Klopp sort of player. And that's where I doubt the whole Sancho rumour. But as you say, absolutely fantastic analysis from Steve Nichol. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, just a quick one. We obviously can't show you the goals if you're watching this on YouTube, but Naby Keita scored for Guinea. It's not a great goal. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain did score for England last night. It's a very, very good goal. The ITV Football Twitter account has got it if you've not seen it. But um, I think it's Chilwell plays the ball over to him. Fantastic finish. It's a proper, natural goal scorer's finish. Um, it's Jack an Oxlade-Chamberlain finish. We've seen him do that a lot for Liverpool. But it's interesting because there's, there's a stat here from Sky Sports. Stato, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain has scored five goals in his last six appearances for club and country, as many as he had scored in his previous 64 games. The big thing about we wondered about Ox is what kind of player we were going to be getting back. Um, in terms of finishing, he's in a he's in a fantastic vein of form, and if he's able to continue that, I just can't see this is about this is one of those things where it was uh, provided he comes through the next game unscathed. Touch wood, everybody watching, touch wood, because I've said it and I've jinxed us all. If this goes wrong, not really, because jinxes aren't a thing, you massive fannies. Um, <laughs> um, I think he actually, this is good. He needs, he yeah. actually needs yeah. some game time yeah. and it could be a good thing for him, you know, and scoring a goal certainly adds to that. Yeah, superb. And obviously, we've just spoke about perhaps a more favourable run in the next few games. Um, and it might be Alex Oxley chamberlains chance. We may see a more attacking midfield more mm -hmm. often. Klopp looking for more goals. And he may get regular game time week in, week out. And it is, it's like you say, it's what he needed. He said it himself 
at the at the last international break, that's what he needs to do. He needs to get some games together. So I, I think it's perfect at the minute, and that that stat just sums up how how good his form is right now. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, and good to see uh, Trent get on the pitch as well, and Joe Gomez, regardless of the reaction from the idiots. Uh, Harry Wilson's been talking, uh, and he's mentioned messages from Klopp being a boost. He says, "I'm always in touch with Liverpool." They have, <coughs> But I may have a lone guy there who I'm in contact with every week and I get the odd message off the manager. He says he's been watching and after I scored against Man City, he congratulated me on the goal, messaged me and said, great free kick. It gives you a boost to see that and it's crazy he's keeping an eye on me. It's good to know when you go out on loan, you're not forgotten about him. Still in contact with a few of the lads and if I can, I get to a game. Uh, I can get to a game, I always will. Brilliant, yeah, look, uh, Harry Wilson, no one really knows what, is, what the future lies for him. Um, very pleasing to see him. He's, he's doing it and scoring goals in the Premier League because the worst case, it means he's got a Premier League career ahead of him, which I think is, is, is a very good situation. But if he keeps doing this, I think, you know, we'll have to see, I think, who leaves in the summer. But he's, he's certainly not doing his chances anyhow. No, four goals in 13 games. He's doing very good. And he, he's just, he's one of them players, isn't he, where I think you can see he's not the finished article mm -hmm. yet. You can see that there's more to come from him and, and you want the more to come as soon as possible. Um, but... He's, he's just really exciting and as you say, it's just good to have him at a Premier League club, playing week in, week out and, and playing good football as well. And Bournemouth are a very good football inside and, and he's not looking out of place there whatsoever. Mm, absolutely. Um, let's any thoughts on the stuff we have discussed. Um, just to keep you abreast of the stuff that we've got going on uh, around the moment, because obviously we know it's international break, but we've got you covered. I've just sat down and done a 45-minute uh, exclusive podcast with Liverpool legend Robbie Fowler. The full version will be out on the website. There'll be a sizable chunk available on iCast, 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 Spotify, iTunes, and all that kind of stuff. If you want to have a little uh, delve into that one, he's an absolute Liverpool legend, my favourite player growing up as, as a Liverpool fan as well. And as mentioned, we've got Karl Marker from the PA sat down uh, right in this very studio talking about the Gomez stale and stuff, talking about Liverpool's fixtures, actually talking about Jürgen Klopp and how he conducts himself in press conferences and Pep Linders and all that kind of really, really interesting stuff. Uh, so again, there'll be a segment of that out on the Redmen YouTube channel uh, and we've got a very special video going on that channel tomorrow as well, uh, involving another Liverpool legend, so some brilliant stuff. So make sure you subscribe to all of the YouTube channels and to the website as well uh, to keep you going through this very tough time, which is the time when there's no Liverpool football on the telly. Uh, si, have you got some comments for us? Uh, um, a couple of comments supporting Gomez Jojo says Gomez is so mature for such a young lad City says England fans booing Gomez is absolute nonsense you can't disrespect your own player especially when it isn't even his fault Sterling's statement defending Gomez is a nice one fans should get that yeah I, I, I said the, the, the booing thing because my immediate reaction when I it was Tammy Abraham saying like no I think it was Tammy Abraham saying like no one deserves to be booed I was like well hang on no there must be circumstances and there are if someone's like I got the Sterling situation. Liverpool fans are boot because it's pantomime villain stuff. As far as I'm concerned, you boot players that have left your club or, or disrespected your club, because that's that's how the game's played. But those people have gone as in, as purportedly as England fans, and you boo a player. You've obviously gone to watch your team win. Booing your own players doesn't make you more likely to win a game of football. It, it's it's ridiculous. I've never I I can't remember a time when. I, someone's booed their own player that I, I only hasn't ever, deserved it anyway I've only ever seen that in England I, and I've it's seen like I, I've seen Ashley Cole get booed I've seen other players get get, get booed I, it, it's an England thing and I wonder whether it's a carrier over of the club rivalries or whatever yeah and that's why I, the whole England fandom thing sits very yeah. uncomfortably with me if you're an England fan if you're a genuine fan you want to see them succeed then 
you, you get behind, you get behind. It's an absolute no-brainer. But then yeah. again, I think there's a lot of people who support England. Who but have no that, that, that's mm. why that's why England never do succeed because yeah. they're they're so far away from anyone else. They don't have the unity. They don't have the fans. It's just. Talking about how we'll kind of cope with the salary injury, injury maybe we haven't to rest him for a few games. Nizzy B says we need to get one striker this winter. Too big a risk with so many games. It's interesting because we saw the is it Ryan Fraser, the yep. Bournemouth lad, linked there yeah. and then immediately denied. That makes sense to me. I I, I don't think we will because I, I I think Klopp loves the the squad cohesion thing and what have you. And I think. He'd be more inclined to give. Look, the, the, is is a good example for this. We've not seen Brewster play outside no. of the League Cup games, so we've not been in such a dire situation that we're having to use Brewster in the league. I think so. We've still clearly got depth there av- available to us. But it's if you were to if you had a couple more, and you've obviously got a tight a tight spell of games. I think provided with the squad is where it is today, I think we're okay. As always. If you've got one more lad, you're going to be a bit more relaxed about these I mean, things. You're looking at Shakiri as well at the minute, though. He's not getting any games. No one's not even seen Shakiri. I think no. when we're in such good form like this, a player like Ryan Fraser, there's there's no point in signing someone of his calibre. Maybe, maybe there's potential for for a backup striker at the minute. But it's like you say, we've got Ryan Brewster if needed, and and there's no point necessarily turning and spending money on, if on we, someone that's if we not think needed. Brewster's good enough. Then he needs games, yeah. and I don't see how buying another player. A lot of this is, is it's, we, I think, it's predicated upon you're right. Yeah. Because Salah, let's say Salah comes out for three weeks, that means Origi's the next in line, so Origi's going to start, and that means Brewster probably gets ends up on the bench, which means that you're then looking at who's your backup options for your front three. It's Brewster. Maybe that's where Ox gets a few more games playing playing wide in those situations. Harvey Elliott, maybe. It, 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 it's, a, it's a gamble. Me and James, me and James were talking on the the youth show before, and we were saying that actually, um, it may be hindering Bruce at the minute by going with the first team but not getting a single minute because actually he's being changed into a certain player. He's obviously coming back from his injury. They're adapting his style to become more like Firmino, mm-hmm. and I think it, it may be hindering him slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. I think it's probably the wrong thing to do by giving him less game time yeah. and going out and signing someone. Got, got one here. Legend of Light says, will Salah injury mean Shaqiri may get more game time if he's recovered? I Is think he... Klopp said he'd be okay in November time. And I think there was a quote from Linders not too long ago saying he should be back after this international break. So. Yeah. He's become the forgotten man, isn't he? And that's the point. You know, we're talking about that. He, Shakiri will get. Will, yeah. Shakiri will will probably play, or at least he'll be. He'll be. He'll definitely be on the bench. That's the point about it. This is this is hinged upon how fit Shakiri is to play. But he'll he'll play. He played. This is when he played last this time this time last season when he's got a stretch of games. We rotated yeah. a bit more, and he played, and he was a, and he was a useful in, 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 well, impact player. United, wasn't it? Well, absolutely. So yeah, I. I again, I would be. I think we. St- I still argue we need someone who's really good on the left hand side. But at the minute, between the players that we've got, as I say, between Shakiri, Oxlade Chamberlain, Origi, and Brewster, I and I think we've got enough, to, just yeah. about enough to cover those positions. I, but I do think we'll go heavy in the summer. And I think I think if we're going to buy someone, I think you need to go out and buy. You need to go and spend a hundred million pounds on someone. I think mm-hmm. to get enough yeah. to get enough yeah. from three. So unless you've got that option in January. You're buying another lad with whom maybe Ryan Fraser's look. He's got more Premier League experience, but you're paying. You're still paying money for a lad who, let's be honest, 
is he good enough to play for Liverpool? There's not many lads out there who you're going to get who are going to be anywhere near good enough to play for us. So yeah. that's that's probably the, the the problem with that. Right, we're going to wrap that up there. Thank you very much for all of your comments. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, if you haven't done so, drop a like on the video. It always helps. If you are listening to this after the fact uh, on on your podcast player or whatever, and you want more amazing podcast content, don't forget that all of our subscription content that we always talk about is available in podcast form and in your native podcast player as well. The Robbie Fowler interview uh, is no exception to that. That is a belter. That is coming up this weekend. Make sure you get subscribed for the full thing. Uh, thank you very much. We'll be back with more Red Men news on Monday. See you then. Ta-da. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this show ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.